0: This week, we're talking all about lying and speaking your truth. Now, some people say the truth hurts, but we believe that lying hurts even more. And in this video, we'll be explaining why. We'll be sharing with you the subtle and not so subtle ways that each of us lie to ourselves and other people every single day we'll be talking about what the real emotional, spiritual, practical impact of lying is for yourself and your relationships. And most importantly, we'll be offering some practical tips and advice to help you live with greater truth, honesty, and integrity. Okay, David. So in your experience, 40 years of working with clients, what are the most common ways that people to themselves every day?
1: Well, it's what we call and we talk about in all of these videos, it's the three lies. You know, about 15, 20 years ago, I used to call them misunderstandings. I don't do that now because I want to be more definite, more assured. That When you say those three lies, I'm not good enough, I can't cope, I'm not lovable, or I'm unworthy, it's the same thing. These are lies. You are lying to yourself. And when people come to me with what I call red light feelings, anxiety, depression, panic attack, when we do the golden thread, starting at the emotion and going down, why, why, why do you create that? It will always come down to a lie. And for me, a lie is, oh my goodness, it's so important. I can't get across the importance to you. Because when you say that lie to yourself, you are creating a separation. You are moving away from your Shen, what you may call your spirituality, the true essence of who you are. There can be no hierarchical important thing for you to be connected to your shen, And that's the subject we're going to talk about today. And that's why it's so vitally important.
0: Mm-hmm. And David, when you say, when you lie to yourself, you're you're talking about in our thoughts mm-hmm. and in our self-talk, when we some of us do say oh i'm unlovable i can't cope i can't manage or i'm not worthy some some of us can be as kind of explicit as that in terms of how we talk to ourselves but for a lot of people those three lies that we talk about which you know we we teach and we strongly believe often that they are formed in childhood and they are held by the inner child that we talk about on so many of our videos but those three lies can be there can be so many kind of variants right. on those three yeah. lies. So yep. if, you're, if you're watching this video and you're saying, well, I've never said to myself, I'm unlovable. I've never, I've never thought that. But there are so many kind of subtle variants on, say, just even that one lie in terms of the self-talk we have for ourselves. So let me,
1: let me use that example yeah. that you've just used. Just yesterday with two of my clients, I'm lonely. No one cares for me. I'm isolated. You see, all of these has the root is I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy. When I do the golden thread with them, why? Why do you think you're lonely? Why? Then it goes down and it goes down to one of the three lies. And that's why it's so important that what you just said, Alex, if you say, oh, well, I don't say any of those, Mm -hmm. think about what you are saying. Another thing that you said is very important your self talk. Just Do not believe because you don't say it out loud. It's not as important. It's just vitally important because you're saying it to yourself, thinking these things, this self-talk, this ning, 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 this 3 a.m. mind. Take notice of what it's saying because that's having a direct effect on your life because it's having a direct effect on your belief system. Your belief system then is like, the the roadmap. It's like the computer program. It's like Google Maps. Mm. It's mm. it's guiding your life. Yeah. And if you got that going on in the background all of the time, like a record stuck going round and around. Well, I'm not, well, nobody really like. Oh, I'm always isolated. Why am I never picked? Why doesn't everybody contact me? Why am I always left out of family groups?
0: Or why you know why haven't I got a partner? <laughs> why do my partners always treat me badly? Why does this always? They all of these, it all of this kind that. of negative self-talk in in so many, I guess, shapes, forms, characteristics, in so many guises, which pops up in so many with so many aspects and elements of our lives. Um you use the idea of the sat-nav, but I almost visualize it is if we if we imagine like the three lives are at the kind of very root, the very kind of seed of of. The tree, which then grows so many leaves and branches, and those leaves and branches become all the variants we talk about, all the excuses, all the kind of self blame, all the negative self talking in many different shapes and forms. It all, it all kind of comes back to those original three lies, which are connected to the vow which we talked about on our last week's video, and I can put a link to that. And that that vow, as you described it last week, is the original seed that was planted. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. we blame ourselves, when something really bad happens to us in our childhood, we have an uncomfortable, unfamiliar, uh, emotionally uh, traumatic experience in our childhood. We don't understand. We don't understand what's going on. And we blame ourselves and we say, it must be me. And those lies come from that vow
1: well that vow it must be me it, it 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 usually when you look back on it it means well it can't be my parents can it? it can't be my carers it can't be the teacher the teacher couldn't be a bad teacher so when she says I'm thick she must be right mustn't she so are you saying that all teachers are right and you should follow and they're authority? They're the authority figure that you're going to build your life on. It goes back to what we said the last, the last session. The Taoists say, what are you building your life on? Are you building the life on the rock? And in this case, we could be saying, are you building your life on the rock of truth, honesty, integrity? Or are you building your life on the shifting sand of lies? Mm compromises, ducking and diving, making excuses, justifying it, trying to cl- clear everybody else and make everything in your life. This is shifting sand, trying to be perfect. Here's another one I hear. If only I was perfect, David. If only the world, world was perfect. If only ever, anybody ever treated me the way that I should be treated. This is shifting sand. You can't get firm roots And I want you and want to teach you to take responsibility for your life. Build your life on that firm rock of your truth, of your honesty. Honour and value your integrity above anything else. Let that be the authority. Let your truth be your authority. Don't let your parents be your authority or a teacher or your partner or your friends or your acquaintances or someone at work or your boss they are not the authority on you Mm. as a person and here's the difference between being judgmental and making judgments do not do this for yourself do not be judgmental about yourself you are awesome. Mm. You are a spiritual being. You are made of cosmic stardust. What more do you want than that? And if somebody else disagrees with you, let them disagree with you. That's not your authority. Your authority is much stronger.
0: But I mean, David, as we said last week, we often, if we buy into the lie, the fundamental lie that we're not good enough, then we allow other people to kind of run our lives for us because we look to them for authority, we look for them for guidance, we look for them for making our life decisions and and our, and, and we look to them for our opinions of who we are. And then we talked about all of this in last week's video. But I think David that really I, I want to hammer home to people because this it took a while for me to really appreciate the profoundness of this issue with the three lies because When we talk about lying, most people will say, well, yeah, that's lying when I say uh, I wanted, I'll do something when I don't want to do something really, or when I say, I I can't do that now because I'm too busy, but actually, I I actually can't do it because I'm I'm scared that I'm not going to get it right, or when I... Uh, agree to doing something with my family just for the sake of keeping peace when actually I don't want to do it. Like People are kind of more familiar with those internal kind of conflicts and internal that sort of lying. But all of those lies, all of those day-to-day being dishonest with yourself and other people around you, whether it's for the sake of keeping peace, whether it's for the sake of saving face, whether it's for the sake of your not being shown up, for whatever reason that you know is inauthentic, all of those day-to-day lies that we and excuses we make are rooted in those three foundational lies. Because when we when we agree to do something that we don't want to do because we don't want people to think badly about us, it's because we're holding on to that original lie that we're unlovable. And if we don't do what everybody wants, then people won't love us and like us. When we when we lie and we say, oh, I can't do this work task because uh, I, I'm, I'm not interested in doing it, but actually it's really because we don't believe we're capable of doing it. We're lying to ourselves because we actually, that's rooted in the lie of I'm not, I'm, I can't cope. I can't manage. So all these day-to-day practical lies <clears throat> we tell to maneuver ourselves, to kind of protect ourselves, to stop ourselves from getting embarrassed. We think it's because it's we're going to avoid all these red light feeling situations these are all connected to these foundational, important three lies that we're talking about that were formed in childhood,
1: and they create more red lights. Yeah, and they create create enduring red lights mm. that go on. Those are the red lights that when you wake up in the morning and you're already, I've got a client just said, I don't understand it. If I create my emotions, David, how do I wake up after a good night's sleep? And going right into anxiety. The reason is because you've still got the core lie. You went to bed with that core lie. That core lie doesn't float away and leave you. It's the bedrock. And when you wake up, bang, it's right Mm. there. And then the red lights come. And listening to what Alex is trying to explain, I can almost guess what you're saying here. Oh, this is crazy. I can't. This is too big a step. I can't suddenly swing into a room and open the door and say, right, I'm going to tell you all the truth now. Things are going to change here. And we're not saying that, of course. What I am saying is this is a two-step process. I call it delivery. How you deliver your truth. Now, What I would say the first step and the most effective step and the step you can do today, right now as you're listening to this video, is do not lie to yourself. Be totally truthful to yourself. So when you say, I am not good enough, is that the truth? Give yourself the evidence not the result of thinking that. I will tell you nearly all of my clients, when we go down the golden thread, and this is what the golden thread is doing, clearing the confusion. This is one of the most powerful things about the golden thread. It makes you laugh when you oh, go, I'm not thinking that, am I? goes down and he says, I am not good enough because my father told me I wasn't good enough. Is that the reason why you're not good enough? Is your father's authority, your mother's authority, your carer's authority, does that outrank what you are? Do you have to live your life on that belief system? And that's why the first step is to be truthful to yourself. The beauty about this is no one else knows you're doing it. Every thought that goes through your head, is this the truth? Could I sit in front of David and convince him that this is the truth. Here's a little test we've always showed you. It's a very important test. When you say that self-talk to yourself, ask yourself, would I say this to my physical child? Would I say to my physical child, you're not good enough? Would I say to my physical child, well, you can't cope with life? Would I say to my physical child, you are unworthy? And if you wouldn't say to your physical child, there's the test. Why on earth are you saying it to yourself? Why are you lying to yourself? Because that's disrespecting yourself. That's dishonoring yourself. That's creating a separation. That is not being aligned or connected or in oneness with your Shen true spirit. And that will always underline, always create red light feelings. So start with yourself. And then I agree with you. Do you mind if I go on? So this is very important. (laughs) Because when you're doing it to yourself, and this may take a month or two months or three months, you'll be amazed how much of your self-talk is lies. It'll shock you. As Alex said, it's like, I don't believe it. Mm. It's like almost everything I'm thinking is a lie. That's okay. You work through it yourself. Because what you're doing now is then you're building up a new vocabulary new words that transmit your truth. Once you start to be able to say the truth to yourself, then you'll be able to deliver the truth to other people in a much more, Alex Use the right word, authentic, truthful, honest, calm, balanced, harmonious. If you want the general word, wu-wei, in your flow. In your flow, so you speak your truth in your flow. You say, mm, "I don't know. I don't know whether I can do that today because I'm a bit tired." In your flow, yeah. and you speak that truthful, and what that does then it connects you back to
0: oneness. And I think David, this having this idea that it can be done as a two step approach with the first step. As you say, just raising your awareness of the, the frequency <laughs> and the number of times that we do actually lie to ourselves every day and how that then that self-talk, that, that lies within our self-talk, influence our actions or inactions, influence how we go about our daily life, the choices we make, how we communicate with people once we raise our awareness of that, and the first way to notice, as David said, is to every time we get a red light feeling, chances are check in with yourself first. It's because you are talking to yourself in a way that relates to one of those three lies. So raise that awareness, identify, okay, so with this situation, which is giving me the red light feelings, what am I thinking right now in this moment? is this a lie? Is it related to a lie? What's the evidence as David said? And then once you've kind of identified that, yes, it is a lie, ask yourself, well, what is the truth here? Ask, ask yourself, you know, what is the spiritual way here? And start to reconnect with your shen, your spiritual side. And I will put links to videos we've done on that in the video description below, how you can begin to reconnect with your shen in terms of your self-talk, your choices and your daily actions.
1: So, can, I, can I just, just before you yeah. mo- you move on, I'm only going to just drop in this because I've had two questions about, uh, about this. How do we know, how do we hear our shen? Mm-hmm. So we have done videos yeah. on this, but just to.
0: The difference between just, the shen sorry. and the inner child or the ego. The human so symptoms. I
1: would say what a lot of people confuse their shen is their instinct, their inner knowing, that gut feeling that you know is what's right for you. And then you discount it because you say, oh, that was going to cause too much problem. Mm -hmm. That's going to upset too many people. And then you do something different. And what Alex is saying is you have to listen and honor and respect and connect more to that instinct, that intuition, that inner knowing, that inner wisdom that you have. Everyone has got it. You have got it. You know you've got it you know you've got it you don't listen to it do you because then you put more importance more value on what other people think Uh about you on what they're going to say and that's exactly what alex just said in that moment in that split second you're making a choice yeah and instead of going to your shen and going to your spirituality going to your truth going to your honesty honoring yourself in that split second, you're going down the other road. You're going down the road to red lights. You're going down the road to pleasing other people, worrying about what they're going to think about you, thinking about their emotions and doing all of that stuff. And that leads you away from your shen and leads you into yeah. the carousel of despair.
0: And, and really, in that moment, what we're talking about is the choice between the shen And the voice of our inner child, our human centered mind, or a lot of people call the ego, which, and it's that human-centered mind, the inner child, which holds onto the lies. It holds onto the lies as a form of protection. And then it does everything within its power to try and create its world to to protect itself from red light emotions. And as David said, we just end up creating more red light emotions. And in mm-hmm. next week's video, we're going to be talking a little bit more about this kind of tension and what seems like a bit of a battle between our spiritual side, our shen, and the inner child, and how to begin to resolve that conflict. So do watch out for that video, because it will help you with the learning for this particular video.
1: And can I just say again, because I say it on nearly every video, and it seems so basic, and you've heard me say this hundreds of times now. Remember, the core teaching, because it's so important in this, you are the creator of your emotions. Every emotion that you experience in your body, you have created. Emotions do not float around the room and attach themselves to you. Emotions are not injected through other people's eyes, through their words. You are creating the emotions. And once you can accept that 100%, not 99%, 100%, then your life will change because then you will start to make better choices of honoring yourself, respecting yourself. If you look at our spiritual contract video, I'm sure you can put a link up. The second one, truth, honesty, and integrity. Having integrity for yourself. Having integrity, what comes out of your mouth is your truth. Having integrity, what goes through your self-talk is your truth. So there's no confusion. What you think is what you say. What you say is what you believe. And if somebody doesn't agree with you, like if you don't agree with me, you can write in and say, you're wrong, David. Tell me why I'm wrong. And then we can have a discussion. And we might agree to disagree or we might agree or whatever. But you've got to learn to speak your truth. Mm. And that starts with you. The first step is so important because it doesn't involve anyone else. Yeah. No, you don't
0: even need to speak. Speaking tell your truth to yourself. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Don't even need to tell anybody you're going to do this. Yeah. Just start now. Start every thought that comes through your head. Is this the truth? Is this the truth? Would, would I say this to my child? Is this my truth? Is this my truth? And that will start to clear the confusion and get you off the, off the carousel. That's why this understanding that you create the emotions is so important. Mm. And
0: we'll be talking about that more next week as well. So, David, um, we yeah. acknowledge within ourselves that we're lying to ourselves here. But then we're faced with the sticky task, the problem of speaking up, speaking out, speaking our truth to other people. Delivery, as you said, is very important. So you don't need to rush in like a bull in a china shop. Don't do that. For all these people, you know, close family members, partners, work colleagues that you may have been being dishonest to, holding back from in the past. You you know, we're not saying all of a sudden you have to just be wildly radical in your honesty. It's about timing. It's about subtlety of delivery. It's about using your emotional sensitivity to choose the right words, the right time to communicate your truth. And of course, when you begin doing this, it can feel a bit awkward. You can get those amber light feelings because you're transitioning to a place of lying to yourself with the red lights to a place of green light feelings where you're being truthful. But in that transition zone, there's a kind of awkwardness, ickiness about speaking your truth. But as you say, your own on- honesty, personal integrity and self-worth is worth far more than any (sighs) short-term discomfort that's involved in speaking your truth
1: and you touched on something there alex is very important and if you go back to your sensitivities your superpower i mentioned it there see you are a sensitive person aren't you you like to be thought of as a sensitive person then i would say to you learn to speak your truth with sensitivity that's what sensitivity is about Speaking your truth, using the correct words, learning how to phrase things that you do not compromise the truth. You learn how to deliver it better. That's why I would always recommend starting with yourself because you will get this wrong. It's okay to get things wrong because that's when you're learning. You'll learn the language. It's like learning a new language of having to get this truth coming out and speaking it directly. And so you start with yourself. You never compromise yourself, your self-worth, your self-truth, your honesty, but you find a more sensitive way of delivering it. And that's when you can really use your sensitivity as the superpower, as we've talked about as in the video.
0: And I will put a link to that video below for you. And also we've done videos on Setting boundaries, which mm-hmm. touches upon this issue when you have to be clear with people about what is authentically okay for you and not okay for you. And of course, that involves speaking your truth with other people. And the other issue here is really for a lot of people who haven't been speaking the truth, their relationships, particularly their person, personal relationships, have been built on a kind of a form of manipulation because rather rather than speaking up, speaking out, speaking their truth, they've compromised, they've said things that they don't mean, they've done things that they didn't necessarily want to do because of codependency issues, manipulation issues, all sorts of complicated, knotty things like that which... I'll just move you away from authenticity. So we've done a lot of videos on love and relationships, and I will put a link in the video description below to those as well. Now, David, I just wanted to ask you one particular thing about speaking your truth. Is there ever a time when it's not good to speak your truth? Is there ever a time when... Um, it's actually a good thing to lie for the sake of keeping the peace or, more importantly, protecting someone.
1: So you've given me two questions. Is there ever a time when you should not speak your truth? No. Sorry, let let me get that right. Is there ever a time when you shouldn't speak your truth? Yes, but you should not, never speak your truth. Mm -hmm. So let me try and explain. There might be that... Specific time. Yeah, in that sp- moment. In that moment, it's not worth speaking the truth because, you know, things are just almost too explosive. But, and you know, I hate the word but, but when it is appropriate, and here's a Taoist word, appropriateness, you do speak your truth. So that may be an hour later, the next morning, you do speak your truth. So it's again, it's delivery. It's delivery of the truth. Mm-hmm. And then your next question is: Is it good to lie? No. That's where I was getting even, confused.
0: Even even if the truth may really hurt someone, and yeah. actually they're not the best not knowing.
1: Well, you you have to make that judgment, is it your responsibility you would have to give me? Or is it
0: your judgment call uh, to to withhold the truth?
1: Well, no, you you would have to give me. So are they asking you for the truth? Mm -hmm. And again, this is a really interesting Mm, question. Well, here's this, Here's now we're coming back to this sensitivity. If I knew the truth and you asked me anything, I would have to tell you. Mm-hmm. because I do not think I'm honouring you. I do not think I'm honouring myself. I may not telling you right at that moment, yeah. but I would tell you. So
0: again, we come back to timing and delivery.
1: And appropriateness. I would call that appro- appro- yeah. appropriateness, because not letting people... And I know people are going, well, how about if you're dying? How about if this? they're going to go to the extremes? But even then, I think speaking the truth is the most important thing. And I know this is really touch you because it happened to me with my own mother and she asked me she looked in the eye and I said am I going to die and I had to say yes mom you are you are now I didn't say it as clear as I've just said it to you but I did tell her the truth I did not lie to her because I did I do not think I'm respecting or honoring her by lying to her mm-hmm. so I know it's easy to go to the extreme to prove a point but you would have to give me the specific case and it, it is about then delivery mm. appropriateness when is it appropriate is it appropriate this time a day later a week later when is it appropriate but i would never lie that i can tell you that i would never lie to you i just wouldn't here's another interesting thing about this teaching what is the truth so is my truth your truth mm-hmm. is your truth my truth yeah and so i would say that when you're doing this you are speaking your truth yeah.
0: that's really important and, and I, also to communicate that this is m- just my truth you know when you're it's almost like you you shouldn't be so definitive that this is the truth because then that couches it in more reality you know i'm going to tell you something now that you may not want to hear but this is my truth and i've got to honor myself and i've got to honor you by telling you my truth now i respect that if this is not your truth and that's okay and that to me isn't the beginning of a healthy dialogue
1: well it is because if you go back to the instance that we just talked about the extreme if you lie to someone and then that's always on your conscious, you know, for the rest of your life. I deal with clients who, who are going back 20, 30, 40 years that they lied to some to someone. They didn't tell them the truth uh, about their health or about a situation or about finances or something like that. I was just a couple of weeks ago, I was working with a gambler who constantly lied, constantly lied, and now even though he's straightened up the situation, is now left with this, what he calls guilt, the feeling mm. that he shouldn't have lied. And this is why it's so important. It's a tricky subject. It's not straightforward because, as I just said, your truth may not be my truth. My truth may not be your truth. So what are we talking about, really? We're talking about what we believe to be the truth. And that can be part of learning the dialogue mm. of speaking to somebody. My truth is this. I, the way I see it is this way. So it's learning that dialogue of being able to communicate your truth in a truthful way. But it's a very important teaching. Your truth may not be the truth or even my truth, but I have a right to hear your truth. If I'm in a relationship with you, I have a right to hear your truth.
0: Mm. And that process of kind of getting familiar with what your truth is, that's something that a lot of us don't spend much time thinking about because for those of us who are led by the lies of I'm not good enough then we are following other people's opinions about what we should be doing, who we are, all that sort of stuff. And maybe we've never taken that time out to think about what we authentically want. And again, we've done another video on that. And I will put that link below for you.
1: But that, that links, you see, when, when we go through that, when we go through the extremes, like we've just done, that goes back to what I said at the beginning. Now, a teacher who says you're stupid. Now That could be her truth. She could think you're stupid. It's not a very good teacher, but she could think that. But is that the truth or is that even your truth? Mm -hmm. So are you basing your truth on what she believes? And that's why this truth is so important Mm -hmm. that you've got to get absolutely acquainted and connected with what's true to you. And that goes back to what I try and say on all of my videos – What do you believe? Why do you believe it? What is it you believe and why do you believe it? If you believe one of the three lies, I'm not good enough, why do you believe that? Where is the seed? Where does that come from? I call it the evidence, not the result of thinking that. Why do you think that? Where did you first pick that up? You didn't come out of the womb thinking you're not good enough. Where did you learn that from? And that's what you've got to challenge because you're using that as authority. Is that the truth? Is you're not good enough the truth? My truth is that is not the truth. I do not believe you cannot be good enough. I don't even understand the statement. Not good enough for what? Whom? Where? Why? Doesn't even make sense to me. But that's my truth. So you have to say, David, you're wrong. I'm not good enough. And here's my evidence. Not This is the result of thinking I'm not good enough. This is what started it. This is the core. And I will guarantee you it will go back to what someone said to you or what you believe they were thinking. Now, is that the truth? Can you rely on that? And you see how important this is when you start to unpick it? It's a very important teaching. And I
0: think, David, this understanding of the reasons why we lie to ourselves, which is kind of what we've been talking about the whole of this video, what motivates us to lie and where does this come from and how how we do it in everyday life. I think this understanding will also help us when we know that other people are lying to us. It'll help us understand their motivations to, I'm not saying that them lying to us is okay or a good thing, but it helps us to understand the motivation rather than being judgmental about the whole whole person. And again, in a relationship situation, it will help you approach this in a more authentic way in terms of communicating with someone who you think is lying to you or being dishonest about something in the relationship.
1: Yes. And so that's that's very important to think they're saying, there's all they're saying is their truth and you have to then – Make a judgment, not to be judgmental. Yeah. You see, that goes back to what we said. Not be judgmental on them, make a judgment on what they're saying. Mm.
0: Or if they're not saying their truth and you kind of know that because they're being dishonest, again, you can have a better understanding now as the motivation Absolutely. rather than judging them as a person or judging yourself because of their dishonesty it's no reflection on you so it's
1: important that we've gone to the extremes because Mm -hmm. i know that's what your mind would take us to the extremes but i would want you to bring you back now to the first step the first step is just do this for yourself Mm. please just do this for yourself at the end of this video don't think about the extremes don't think about other people wouldn't it be better just for you to live in your truth just for you just to reduce or stop the red light feelings. How about that? Just stop the red light feelings today. No more stress, no more anxiety, no more tension, no more panic attacks. Just be truthful. Be honest with yourself. And then when you're honest, then you can start to act on that honesty and make the changes that we're talking about to bring you back into balance. So stop going to the extremes just to make that simple step of, what you say to yourself, your self talk, the ning, 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 is the truth. And that brings the inner child in to you, into the oneness and connects you to your Shen. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the life lesson here, that's really, isn't life it, David?
1: That's, that's all. You know, we talk about, well, what's the life lesson? I can tell you the overriding life lesson is oneness, it's to be connected with your Shen is to absolutely accept that you are a spiritual, amazing, awesome human being. Your life journey is unique to you. There is no one in the universe like you. And to respect yourself above all, honour yourself, honour your life journey. And you do that by living your truth.
0: Thank you, David. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuwaywisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group on our YouTube channel and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.